si Jesus mismo, sinabihan niya yung mga Israelites noon that they were hypocrites because they can interpret yung weather, alam nila kung uulan or magiging maaraw, but they were not able to interpret yung present time. Yun yung maganda sa Revelation na a lot of people, bakit kayo, ba't natatakot sila sa Revelation? Kasi lahat ng movie na nilalabas is about tinatakot naman talaga tayo. Maybe Puro because... destruction. Instead of thinking what you can do, think about who God is, who our Heavenly Father is. And I think we're doing so many things in life already. And we should start thinking, who is my God? Who is my Heavenly Father? Ah, my God! My God loves me. My God cares about me. My God protects me. Today is parang a big reveal for me as well listening to you guys that it shouldn't be scary. I should be open to it. Who doesn't want heaven on earth? Earth stinks right now, right? <laughs> this podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Narrow Door Podcast. Come on in. If you guys are watching us on the YouTube, great. If you are catching us on Spotify, fantastic. Either way, we are available on both platforms. And we are so happy that you're here. By we, I mean, of course, Pastor Dennessy, who is head pastor at Victory Green Hills. Instructor Harold Resho is instructor at New Heaven and New Earth, Shinchanji Church of Jesus. Brother J. Paul Hernandez is lay preacher at the feast. We have a fifth person on the show today you met her in a past episode she was here as a guest but today she is joining us as a co-host guys so let us welcome radio legend disco queen plantita <laughs> tina ryan is in the house hey girl hey can you add for mom too for mom, <laughs> dog mom. how many dogs do you have i see i hear them in the background well, um, in the family we have a nine, but I can only <laughs> I can only sneak one in the condo. <laughs> so now I'm visiting my uh, other uh, my one, two, three, my three other dogs here at mom's house. Right, right. Goodness, nine Uh-oh. dogs. Because we made it slight lang. Pet food. Oh, magastos yeah. din yun. Grabe. Super. Actually, magastos. Uh, That's why it's also a thing to consider. Diba? Di siya kano yun sa next part. Nag-serious talaga. <laughs> Nag-budget. Talking about Guys, the budget. thank you for having me. When Sam invited me, I was like, are you sure? <laughs> of course. No, you know what? Um, I really like Tina. Uh, when you guys well, when you guys saw her in the in the show last time, she was here with her Bible questions. She is not in a specific church right now either, diba? Tina? I, yep. And Basta, you... Uh, I just like the Bible. Yeah. And last time, you were with a Bible group. So, like, what is the what is the faith journey looking like right now? Where are you at? Well, we kind of just... Uh, ng, and I just... Ganun na lang, guys. Yung time. I just need to, like, uh, get the ladies uh, together again and just really commit. Mm. Right, to Zoom. Because it's kind of scary for to go out there, especially my bagong variant. So, <laughs> I'm actually surprised that you guys have been doing this face-to-face. I mean, everyone is doing, like, even the worship, the mass, you know, whatever, light group, Bible study. I feel like everyone is doing this online. Kasi apat lang nga kami, tapos ang lalayo namin. Eh, di ba may pagkabingi pa ako? Kaya parang feeling ko, <laughs> sa ano na lang siguro, maybe Zoom is better. Yeah, diba? you guys should do I online. Can, 
I can hear you guys loud and clear kasi wala namang social distancing. Diba? Exactly, exactly. So, um, so lang siya magsabi, uh, uh, this is my friendly lambing pangaasar. Si Tina, <laughs> hindi in-invite ni Harold sa church niya. Hindi <laughs> Doc Vicky, nakatatlong invite siya. One-on-one Bible study pa. Grabe siya. Grabe siya. Pati ako nagtampo. Tugwigyan niyo na ako, guys. Minsan lang naman. Sige. Sige. Ganun na. No, no. You know, I um I am really looking forward to having you join us because I think Number one, I could use the female company. Number two, I think it's interesting kasi to get then the perspective of someone who is not really in a particular denomination in this like you know dialogue that we have, these conversations about the faith that we have. So really excited you're uh, here, Tina. Thanks for saying yes. Tapos guys, yung bibigay sa akin topic bigla ni Sam, di ba? Revelation. Ito na. Oh, before we get to that though, um, in the Catholic Church kasi now we are observing Lent. Is that a thing for you guys, Pastor D and Stahari? For us, we don't celebrate Lent per se, but instead we are grateful that um, what Jesus did on the cross 2,000 years ago is something that we have to be grateful for. And we show our gratefulness by um, knowing and being sure of the understanding of the Bible that was given to us by God. Yes. What about uh, you, Pastor D? Well, in the... Well, we observe it culturally, I think, because we're Filipinos. We're part of that culture. So we get to observe Holy Week also. Like, uh, time yeah. to rest also and spend more time with God and family. And the yeah. Easter would be the main thing on a Sunday. It's like, that's your Christmas. So that's our heaviest load where we really prepare a message that would bring hope to a lot of people. So, so semi-rest, but not really. Mm-hmm. Brother Jay, how are you um, observing Lent? So the Feast kasi has a series of Lent um, talks. It's called Embraced, and it's a series that's ongoing. It's a short I, I consider it like my little rest stop during the day. You know, we start with worship and then there's a short talk. Just messages of how you can help um, other people reflect and meditate on how we can, you know, be closer to God during this season as we prepare for Easter, right? So, like, on top of that, what are you doing to observe Lent? Uh, I think we shared a few episodes ago about me realizing a lot of spiritual ish- issues just reflecting. So I my my preparation for Easter is uh, I am only having one big meal and one merienda a day <laughs> because oh, I tend uh. to binge eat. I tend to binge eat, lalo na stressed lately. I mean, dami nangyayari. So I deal with stress with filling myself with food instead of God sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. So parang ano siya, it's really more of hindi siya diet eh. It's it's I still eat but more of Pag kami issue ako, stress, Lord, mag-usap na lang tayo kesa i-milty ko. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> the solution to all your problems is milk tea. No, but you know what? I read kasi this post that I thought was so interesting and it really resonated with me. I think a lot of Catholics kasi think that Lent is a period where you have to make your life as miserable as possible, withhold from everything that is pleasurable, when really the idea is to really reflect on what are the things that are holding me back from giving myself fully to God and having him, you know, take over and just surrender everything. And um, 
I think in this time of pandemic, a lot of us are really struggling with many things. We yeah. feel like we're on survival mode. And I don't know, maybe it sounds like a cop-out, but I think another way of going about it is really just focusing on the meditating part. Um, you know, doing good things, uh, just, you know, parang if the practice was more physical before, it can be more like a spiritual thing this year. So with that, we are going to get to our topic for today. Um, I'm so excited because this stuff is so interesting to me. Um, in a past episode, the last episode, really, see Instahari, you know, our OG cast, we were talking about how their church is initiating this dialogue um, mm -hmm. about, you know, their understanding of scripture and um, their pastor is inviting other pastors, not just here, but abroad as well, and really engaging um, in this talk. And okay, like that's a, that's a great effort. And, you know, when we ask Instahari if we can, if you can share some of this stuff on the show, just so we can dialogue about it on a micro level as well, you graciously agreed to do that. So we're going to talk about that today. End times, mga, you know, like revelation. And I think it's something that it's on, that's on the minds of a lot of people these days. It's definitely, um, there's a lot of talk about this in Christian circles. Tina, in preparation for this episode, when we told her that this is what we were going to talk about, what kind of prep did you do, Tina? I Google it. And then I, um, keywords ko or ano, basta barang book of revelations, movie, mga ganon. There are a couple that came out. And then I clicked on a particular one just because it had the most views. Yep, yep, that's the gauge. Oh, thick guys. Uh, like, wala pang 15 minutes, mangyayak ngayak na ako. <laughs> so sabi ko, teka muna, medyo heavy to. Uh, like, literally, I was almost in tears because, wow. also maybe because the uh, narrator was so dramatic. Parang na, and the seven angels. Maganon. Earl Jones yeah. Parang ano? Sabi ko tika tika. Ay hindi ko to maabsorb. Kasi takot nang ako eh. I don't know. Maybe it's because to me the rev. Parang revelation. And you guys, please correct me anytime. Ah. Parang since I fear death. Parang I kind of put the two together, na ba? Na parang oh end times, death. So for me to actually try to watch that na magugunaw na yung mundo and parang nagbabaan na yung mga anghel. Hindi ko kanaya. <laughs> so you <laughs> so watched 15 minutes and then you were done? I, I was done. And then I just started reading because it was so much lighter to read about it. Wow! So reading the book of Revelation was actually lighter than the movie. Pero ano la? I mean, I didn't read the entire thing, but I was just like reading. I read, I read about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. bumalik ako sa Jurassic Park sa Netflix. <laughs> This is, of course, the reference to the dinosaur question that Tina had the last time she was here. Um, no, but you know what, Tina? I think that's the thing that's been really enlightening for me on this podcast is because we've talked about this before. Mga end times, Revelation, we did Matthew 24, ganyan. Very early uh -oh. in the day of this podcast. And my biggest takeaway was, hindi siya yung nakakatakot. It's, okay. it's, yeah, the language is, is scary, but this is something that we're waiting for. As Christians, like we're looking forward uh, to it. So that was like a uh -uh. paradigm shift for me. So oh, listen, hi, listen. We'll listen today. Okay. Um, I think for the benefit of Tina, who is here and hearing this for the first time, 
for the benefit of listeners who are joining us for the first time, where have you been? Just kidding. Um, maybe we can kind of rehash a little bit what is end times, by the way you understand it. I want to also ask Pastor D and Brother J, because in the last conversation, Pastor D was saying that you guys do have a teaching on this. <clears throat> Excuse me. You, you guys do have a teaching on this. Um, and you do it like maybe once every three years in your church, Pastor D. Maybe we could start with that. Like when you guys talk about end times, what are you guys talking about? Okay. Uh, um, for us, I, oh, J-Paul, you want to And then, then nagre-react lang ako. Okay. Yeah. When, when we talk about end times, I think we have to look at the scripture at a macro level para hindi siya parang specific end times, end times. Eschatology kasi or the study of the end times is so connected to Old and New Testament. So in fact, when you study Old and New Testament with the proper eschatological lens, mas tama yung interpretation of Revelation. So that's why when we preach example on Genesis, Exodus, it is directly linked to a Revelation, right? To the book of Revelation because it's one book. It's like I get a book, uh, ano bang book meron dito? May book dito, Cinderella, di ba? Page 1 and page 30 is connected. So mm-hmm. when I tell the story of page 1, page 2, it actually would have an effect on page 30. And it's the same way with scripture. So when I say we talk about it maybe uh, once, uh, one, one month every three years, we're talking because when we preach the word, it has a view of how scripture is. So with that view of scripture, we can now tie up to the intent of the author and see that Revelation actually is a book of victory and not a book of chaos and, and wars because of what was said in the Old and the New Testament is a fulfillment of what will happen in Revelations. And so that for me is a view of the end times or the book of Revelations. It's a prophetic book that tells us really of the victory that we have in Christ. So that's our view of the book. Right, because the Bible is a is one coherent book. I mean, there are many yeah. books in it, but they are all somehow connected. And the culmination of all of it is the Book of Revelation. Yes. Right, Brother Jay, because parang as a Catholic, yung end times, kasi it's not something that we really talk about in church. Like when I go to mass, we don't really talk about end times. If I want to find out our belief and teaching on end times, I have to look for this content on YouTube, ba? So for us. Ano yung, what is our perspective on end times? Bum, bum, bum. Uh, no, it's really, end times is, is really the completion of what we know about life today. It's like, tapos na. It, it's, it's really new heaven and new earth together becoming one. So it's not really, because some churches use the word rapture. Yung tipong boom. So biglang, ha, huh, si... Bakit wala si Instructor Harold dito sa amin? Yung, yung, yung ganun, or wala si Tina. Yung, ganun kasi yung most beliefs. Eh. And, but really, it's gonna be a very beautiful thing. Some people, I think we talked about it a few episodes ago na may wards, ito na. And times it's really what Jesus promised. Na, tapos na. It, it's, 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 uh, it's heaven and earth becoming one. And, and it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be hopeful. It's as Catholics, it's gonna be the day where you know everyone was gonna be judged, uh, the living and the dead, your final judgment, as, as in the Apostles' Creed. So, it's it's that's it. Um, it's gonna be a very beautiful time. 
Kaso parang before, I guess, why don't we really preach about it? Just coming from my understanding of a lot of Christians and a lot of Catholics, because I don't think we're ready. We haven't really received, we haven't, a lot of people haven't really had a relationship with God. Hindi pa sila nag-walk with God at end times kaagad. And really, the question is, so kung mamatay ako ngayon, or mamatay na kami bukas, are we gonna be ready for God? And and that's, I think, a more important question. Have yeah. we really walked with God? Yeah, that's something that really we should be asking every day. No? Something that we have to renew every day. Tina, for someone like you, who is, again, you know, you're not in a particular church, um, you are seeking understanding of scripture. When you hear end times, what do you think of? End of the world! As in yung, and I, uh, yeah, I mean, gusto nangyayari ngayon, pandemic, kung ano-ano pa, climate change, pero si Brother Jay, parang I, wow, I like that. Maybe because I'm scared if I do, do die today or tomorrow na I haven't, I haven't walked with him. I think that's probably why. I don't want to talk about it. That's so true. I think I remember. Sama-sama pa rin tayo. Uy, guys. No, you know what? You Yun din yung parang, I remember saying this early in the oh. day of our podcast when we were talking about this. Parang, I think the reason I'm scared about end times and revelation and all that is because it makes me look at myself and yeah. my walk. And oh my goodness, because I think the scary part naman is the judgment talaga. Because yes, there is going to be a final judgment. So how will I be judged? <gasps> parang, oh, parang hindi pa ako ready. I think that's oh, where the fear oh. comes in talaga. Yeah, yeah. Um, Instaharry. Also, I think a question I want to throw to our listeners is that, like, for example, do you have unconfessed sin? I mean, unconfessed, like, in the open admit to sarili mo, or you haven't brought it to God. Sometimes, kasi, napansin ko more and more, just this pandemic, may mga tao na, like, nag, ayo ka meaning kay Lord. Alam na ni Lord, ang meaning mo na lang. Parang, oh, nga. Oh, nga. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised that it's really... A lot of us have that issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we're scaring Tina even more, guys. And that is no. kind of not <laughs> the objective of today. I, I can't wait to hear um, Insta Harry's Oh, go, go. Insta Harry. Yeah, Insta Harry. I'm going So, one thing is for sure, yung yung pangako ng Diyos, it's something na um, we are sh- uh, we should be hopeful for. Pero yung etong end times na to, when we talk about this, when we go into the scripture, makikita natin, it's used in different um, terminology. Sometimes it's the end of age, sometimes it's the culmination of ages. But basically, what it means, or the way we understand it, a certain era will end. Mat- matatapos itong era na to. But yun nga, katulad nung sabi ni Tina kanina, na kapag napakinggan niya yung end times, the automatic na um, papasok sa isip natin, it's, it's the end of the world. Pero if we have questions about the Bible or the things sa, sa life of faith natin, I think the best way is to always go back to the scripture. Kasi sinasabi sa Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 4, the generations come and generations go but the earth remains forever. So, ibig sabihin, itong mundo na to, yung ginagalawan natin, will remain forever. Pero alin yung magkakaroon ng, alin yung darating at alin yung magkakaroon ng katapusan? Yung mga generations. 
yung certain era na makikita din natin sa scripture. And that's why um, approximately 2,000 years ago, Jesus came at the end of times or at the end of ages. If we have listeners na merong Bible nga, you can check in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 26. Doon sinaad na or doon nakalagay that Jesus Lalim. appeared at the end. <laughs> Ang nung nakasaad. <laughs> that Jesus appeared at the at the culmination of the ages or at the end times. Depende dun sa version na binabasa mo na Bible. But basically, hindi naman nagunaw yung mundo 2,000 years ago. So kaya mas magmimake sense siya with, with what we can find in the scripture na hindi naman talaga magugunaw yung mundo. May darating na generation, mawawala yung generation. And basically, it's important for us to know itong end times na to because yung mga disciples mismo, they were asking Jesus, in Matthew chapter 24, what will be the signs of your coming and the end of age? So since kausap nila si Jesus noon at dumating na siya, noon tinanong nila yung signs of your coming, it's pertaining to the second coming. And also they were asking for the end of age, a signs of the end of age. So kaya kung titingnan niyo yung Matthew chapter 24, usually may title siya na um, signs of the end of ages. And interestingly, Yung mga details on because of course Jesus answered them there will be war a nation will rise against nation um, and then there will be famine earthquake tapos winarningan niya din yung mga disciples no na hindi dapat kayo ma-deceive because the enemy will, will try to deceive you yung mga details na makikita natin to yung sun moon and stars will be darkened and fallen even yung trumpet sound all of this we can find in the book of revelation Kaya we connect that the Matthew chapter 24 is like a mini revelation because it's like a condensed version of what we can see in the book of Revelation. And just like what Pastor D mentioned a while ago, uh, Revelation is uh, a prophetic book or a book of prophecy because sometimes people would say na letter siya or it's an epistle because when Jesus asked John to write a letter to the churches in seven churches in the province of Asia, tama din naman na nagpadala ng letter. Pero katulad nun, when we read the Revelation, chapter 1 pa lang, sa verse 3, nakalagay doon na it's a book of prophecy. And even in Revelation chapter 22 doon, sunod-sunod, verse 8, 10, 18, and 19, it says um, over and over that this is a book of prophecy. So since prophecies were um, given to us by God, or these are the promises of God na binigay sa atin, Naka, nakalagay din sa scripture na um, God gave the visions and parables through these prophets. And that's why for us believers, kailangan maunawaan din natin siya clearly. And, and this book of Revelation, pinakita kasi siya as vision kay Apostle John about 2,000 years ago in the island of Patmos. And yun, sinulat niya kung ano yung pinakita sa kanya ni Jesus. Chapter 1 hanggang chapter 22. Pero ano ba yung reason ni Jesus why he showed it to him? So that when all of, the, all of these promises happened, we will be able to believe just like what they mentioned in John chapter 14, verse 29. Para tayong mga believers, tayo magkakaroon ng faith na hindi lang dun sa pangako niya, pero faith dun sa fulfillment ng pangako niya. Because that's the kind of faith that he will be looking for when he comes back. Wow. wow. Is this Wait. a script for your webinar? Legit, ah? <laughs> Wabawi siya yan, Sam, dahil grabe yung love niya for Tita Vicky. Eh. Oh. Too late. Oh, no. Harry. Dead joke lang. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. I, I think there's no... Um, first of all, yes. I don't think we disagree 
on the end times being again it's supposed to be something that we are lo looking forward to the oh, ending is victorious oh. ba? um i think we all just do we i think it's we agree that it is a book of prophecy too ba? maybe there's maybe a bit of an argument on like the timeline of these prophecies like i think i've heard some people say na na fulfill na siya um obviously you guys believe na you know, pa-fulfill pa lang to. Pastor D, is that, is that your take? I saw you like nodding. And there's a mixture of some of the prophecies were already... There are different interpretations kasi that's why it's so complex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of what we see now in popular culture, yung mga napanood ni Tina is uh, the tribulation stage. Yung darating uh, na yung Antichrist, ganyan. But there are certain arguments from biblical scholars na tapos na yon during the time of uh, sino ba to? Nero ba to? When Nero was like killing the Christians, you know, it was far more wicked than what we see today. Mm. Yeah, a lot of natural disasters. So minsan kasi ang problema sa Revelation, pag ginawa mong newspaper theology, you can always find an article, especially with a with Google and the and the internet. It's just, okay, this one is Revelations, ganyan, kasi ito nangyari. I have a very thick book written by a well-known pastor, respected in the evangelical church, that used newspaper theology to to interpret Revelation. Newspaper theology meaning like pinatagpi-tagpi niya yung mga oh, events. Ito nangyari today. Ah. Ito, ah, ito ata yun. Ito ata yun. And then, the narrative is so neatly written that it puts a lot of Baka nga, no? Baka nga si Hitler nga, no? Or si Saddam yung Antichrist. Diba? So, I think there was a surge of that during the 90s when Saddam was doing the war mm. sa Middle East that he was the Antichrist. And they had scriptural backing up on why it was Saddam, tapos yung S-A-D-D-A-M, tapos nilagay mo yung mga mathematical, tapos, oh, Saddam is six, <laughs> six, six, right? Ginawa rin nila kay Joe Biden yun. Joe Biden, ganyan. Oh my gosh! Six, six, six. And that's how a lot of cults and a lot of conspiracy theories come out that people feed today, which is very fake news. Yeah. So, sina-instahari kasi, you guys instahari diba believe na pa-fulfill pa lang to. So, like, what is your reason for believing that? Um, There are different reasons. Pero one of that is because if it's already fulfilled, dapat meron na siyang reality na pare-pareho tayong pinaniniwalaan natin. Just like nung panahon ng first coming, Jesus, uh, there was a prophecy about the coming of the Messiah or yung Savior. And nung dumating si Jesus, siya lang yung nag-iisang fulfillment nun. Kaya dapat yung mga tao maniwala din sa kanya. And for us, kung ito ay talagang na-fulfill na at tapos na siya, dapat meron na rin tayong reality na nakita na natin sa Jesus. Si Jesus, basically, kasi babalik siya, di ba? So, dapat naniniwala na tayo sa kanya kung bumalik na siya. And that's why we believe na hindi pa to fully, hindi pa siya totally na-fulfill. Oh. Yeah, ang, ang tawag dyan sa, ang tawag dyan theologically is the already not yet. The what? Already not yet? Yes. A, a lot of biblical truth kasi is already not yet. Like, what does that even mean? Already not yet means, are we victorious as Christians? Yes, already, but not yet. We will die. We will get sick. There will be corruption in the world. But as the church continues to do its job, 
we would see the fulfillment of the will of God in certain sectors of life. It's already, wow. but it's not yet, right? So uh, maybe a good example would be a Christian leader who, let's say, did something, transformed a city, wala nang corruption. That's the goal of Christ, shalom, grace and peace. There's no corruption because of this Christian leader. Is it corrupt-free? Already, but not, not yet. yet. Yeah. It will only come when Jesus comes back and establishes his kingdom here on earth. Which is all, the book of Revelation, by the way. Yan ang, pag nag-focus tayo sa lahat ng darkness ng Revelation, nakakalimutan natin yung pinakamagandang part ng Revelation. Yung dumating si God and establishes a new heaven and a new earth. Yeah. Not ministry, but the new yeah. heaven and new earth here on earth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yun yung maganda sa Revelation na a lot of people, bakit kayo, ba't natatakot sila sa Revelation? Kasi lahat ng movie na nilalabas is about, tinatakot naman talaga tayo. Maybe Puro destruction. Because fear sells, it's the narrative again that we believe, but you know, you say that to a first century Jew, and they'll get, ano, parang, why are you guys presenting it that way? If you look at biblical scholars, they would actually question that kind of presentation. Because that presentation, yung mga tribulation left behind, happened only in the 1960s. It was not even part of church history. This uh, this whole concept of tatago tayo lahat, tapos ganyan, all this popular culture interpretation of scripture was 50s, 60s. There was one guy who actually made it famous. But throughout church history, you'll see our church fathers, you can Google it, Wikipedia it, you'll see that there is no such interpretation of that scripture. And then, yan na yung nangyari. So Hollywood got it. Alam niya naman, pag Hollywood gets it, changes the story of Noah, changes the story of Moses, changes the story of the end times, which makes it more fearful for us. So now, mali yung interpretation natin of scripture. Oh my gosh! Pinanood mo kagagabi. You know what? As I was listening to you, what I was thinking was, oh my goodness, this is the work of the enemy. He wants us to be afraid. He wants us not to want to know uh-huh. and fear this. Diba? I'm having a moment. Oh my gosh, guys. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, I mean, true, because yun yung kalalakihan ko din, maybe from diba, watching too many useless, <laughs> useless stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, it totally makes sense. Bakit nga, oo, bakit ba, mat- bakit ba ako natatakot? Mm. Because mm-hmm. yun yung na-instill sa akin. Mm. Yes, yes, talaga. Ako rin naman. Diba? Tapos guys, diba, natatanong nyo may mga, growing up, laging, pag may, 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 may narinig na kayo na jokes na, uy, magugunaw na mundo. Parang, they make it sound like, it's like the scariest thing ever. Yeah. So, parang, yun na tuloy siguro, or, Ano niya, second coming of Christ. Parang they made it sound like, oh, wala na, pag-asa. Ano yan, parang lahat tayo mamamatay. Parang ganun. Does, yeah. it, does it make sense? Yes, yes. yes. So, I, I, and, I up, yeah, I grew up in a Christian high school. Most of my friends in high school are no longer Christians. And the main reason behind it is they feel like when we were kids, you, you put the fear, not of God, but the fear of hell the fear of the end times, the fear of this to us. And now that we are more informed and we realize that's not what scripture is saying, 
niloloko nyo kami. So marami wow. talaga umalis ng faith. I go to a Christian school. More than half are no longer in church. Wow. Because of that, parang feeling nila, train up nyo kami. Ang lagi nyo kwento, pag namatay ako to, saan ako pupunta? Yeah. Diba? Parang, bakit laging ganun yung tanong nyo sa amin? Mm. Yung parang wala kaming choice. And I think even with the end times narrative that, again, was popularized in the 60s, uh, it's something like that eh. Parang wala kang choice, tatago ka, bumili ka na ng sardinas. Ito na to, diba? Easy open can mo naman lahat yan, diba? So parang ganun yung dating eh, na parang nako, ang Tuesday prepper. Oh, oh. But remember, Christianity is the fastest growing religion in the world today. There are more Christians in China than anywhere in the world. Tinalo pa niya yung Pilipinas. Wow. And millions are getting saved in China, underground churches. You can't stop the gospel, right? But there's another side of the story where it's all fear, doomsday, oh, the Antichrist will, ano, parang, ay, tatago ang simbahan. Yeah. Mas maraming simbahan, ganun yung ginawa. Binenta na lahat, hindi na nag-invest. Hindi na, gumawa, hindi na nag-asawa, hindi na nag-ano, parang hindi, darating naman na si Lord sa September eh, di ba? So parang, yun lang. Yeah, just to clarify, I don't think any of the churches on this show actually um, subscribe to that kind of narrative with the Book of Revelation or End Times, right? But, um, yung, kasi the way Instahari describes it, and this is what you guys want to dialogue about with all the pastors, is this end of an era is something that we see in the Bible. Like yesterday, I was listening to this priest that I subscribed to on YouTube, Father Mark Goring. And he was actually talking about this, like, are we the evil generation? Right? Because it's, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And he was yeah. there. Oh, he was so like impassioned about this. And I and like, we see that in the Bible. The brothers mentioned there's reference to like a wicked generation. Right? And um, they, they come to an end. And so I think this end times, as you say, is like, yun nga, an, a weekend, a wicked era, like it's a beginning of a new era. Tama ba yun, Instari? Yes, yes. Ano, ano, ano ba? New era. Ano, ano, ano po yun? New era, university. Era. <laughs> <laughs> like, ano yung, ano, anong era? Like, what era are we in then? Um, the way we believe it, it's really the, the end times yung for, for the second coming. Yung we have to be prepared because we have to know kung nasa ang panahon na ba tayo nabubuhay. Just like right now, um, physically, we are still in the midst of a pandemic. I'm not sure in Metro Manila, anong quarant- uh, community quarantine na kayo? Ano to si Brother Jay? EZQ pa ba kayo? GCQ? MECQ? PCQ, diba? They're, they're, they're all kind of the same to me. Like, they pull out. Basta may Q. Basta, yun. GC, GC, Pero, ano ba? Banana Q. Ay, masarap yun. Masarap yun. But my point here is, if we don't know kung anong community quarantine tayo under sa panahon na to, if we did something na against doon, we can be punished. Because we were not able to abide with the law. And, and makikita natin sa Bible, meron ding iba't ibang, in different generations, merong certain na bagay na dapat gawin yung mga tao. For example, from the time of Adam, hindi niya dapat kainin yung fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil because when he eats it, he will surely die. That's at the time of Adam. Fast forward at the time of Noah, in order for the people to be saved, 
kailangan nilang pumasok sa ARC and walo lang, yung family lang ni Noah yung nariktas nun. Um, another time sa panahon ni Moses, it's a different time. So hindi na kailangan pumasok dun sa ARC. Ang kailangan naman nilang gawin, ayon sa utos ng Diyos, they have to come out of Egypt and go to the promised land because yun yung plano ng Diyos for them. And at the time of Jesus, kahit na ipagpilitan mong hindi ka nakakain ng fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, dahil iba na yung panahon, hindi yun magiging katanggap-tanggap on the time na dumating si Jesus because the, the thing that they, uh, that, they, that they should do is to believe in Jesus kasi siya yung nag-fulfill nung pangako ng Diyos patungkol dun sa Savior. So makikita natin in every generations, iba-iba siya. And si Jesus mismo, sinabihan niya yung mga um, Israelites noon that they were hypocrites because they can interpret yung weather, alam nila kung uulan or magiging maaraw, but they were not able to en- interpret yung present time na dumating na si Jesus na nagpo-fulfill nung pangako ng Diyos. And we believe na yung nangyari in the past, oh, wow. it would serve as warning and example for us na hindi tayo matulad sa kanila na we were not able to interpret the present time, but be the kind of believers of God na mauunawaan ito para pag dumating na yung fulfillment, we are the people na makakapag-keep or makakapag-obey dun sa bagay na gusto niyang mag-obey tayo. So to me, this is really about, because you're right, there is, there is a verse like that. Like, you know, I think Look, God wants us to know kung anong panahon na nga ba, because as you're saying, there's parang like a corresponding proper action to be taken depending on what era you are in. So I'm going to connect that to knowing what end times is because for our era as well, there is a corresponding proper action, right? Yeah. So I guess, Tina, do you have a question? You said you. No, like, I'm no? trying to absorb everything. Yeah. If you have a question, feel free to jump in. I yeah. I just raised my hand. So yeah, 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 I'm yeah. just listening to you guys. Go. Yeah, totally. So I guess because I don't want to be OA about end times. Then, because like in our last conversation, like Pastor D and Brother J. You know, for them, like they're pretty chill about it. If okay, oh. end times, okay. You know, this is promised in the Bible; it's gonna happen. And if it is happening, then I just need to do what um what I'm doing because I am ministering to people. I, you know, I'm a follower of Christ. I am walking with God. Um, and I just oh, I don't. Parang ang OA ko yata. No, parang it's almost like I'm panicking or something. Now, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? So, like, how does this affect me as a believer? What is the proper action for me? Ay, Brother, oh, Brother Jay. Jay. I love your question, Sam. I, and that, I, I love that, that, that thought. Because that's what the church fathers say. That's what the early church say. And these are the questions we should be asking. And, and with that, I, I really suggest our listeners who are like that as well, Instead of thinking what you can do, think about who God is, who our Heavenly Father is. And I think we're doing so many things in life already, and we should start thinking, who is my God? Who is my Heavenly Father? Ah, my God. My God loves me. My God cares about me. My God protects me. So I I really suggest that, yes, we, we think about this, and then let's start thinking, about God, who our God is. 
Because we know our fears, we know our insecurities, we know our panics, we know our kakulangan in Christianity, we know our mistakes, yet we don't know the big mystery of our God. And that's why I encourage our, our listeners to, to dive deep into the Word, to meditate on God's message, and know the heart of God. Because I really believe that I can only share na, oh, okay lang, pag end of the world, nang chill, it's because I know my Heavenly Father, may, may kilala ko siya eh. Na alam kong, he got my back. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. So, ako yung medyo dapat talagang nagpapanik na ngayon. <laughs> no! <laughs> See, I, kasi, nga, kasi nga, my takeaway is that, yeah, it's not, panicking is not the answer. That is not the action yeah. that God is looking for. But when you hear about, like what Instahari just laid out, na parang depending on the era, when we look in the Bible, there was... Um, a proper action to be taken. So mm-hmm. in this era now, according to the way you understand it, I mean, I, I'm okay with bro- what Brother Jay is saying. Na parang, hey, it's because it's not about you. Eh. This is mm-hmm. happening. This is God's salvific will, to recall a term that we used to say on this show. Diba? And as long as I am able to walk with God during this time, mm-hmm. then, then maybe that's it. But like the way you guys understand it, Instahari, like and like how does it affect me? What am I supposed to do? Um, because we believe that there is a kind of faith. Actually, it's not that we just believe, because in the Bible it says that um when Jesus comes back, will he find faith in this earth? Pero kung titingnan natin, billions of people, kanina na banggit ni Pastor D mm-hmm. na yung Christianity yung fastest rising religion sa mundo ngayon. So kung billions of people na yung mga naniniwala sa Dios, why did it mention in Luke chapter 18 verse 8 that when the son of man comes, will he find faith in this earth? Because he will be looking for a certain faith na hindi lang naniwala dun sa pangako, pero yung naniwala dun sa fulfillment ng pangako. Just like at the time of first coming, the Pharisees, teachers of the law, Sadducees, sila, very knowledgeable sila sa scripture, right? Alam na alam nila yung Old Testament from the law of Moses, yung Psalms, yung prophets. Alam na alam nila yun. And they even, um, they even corrected Jesus nung panahon na Oy, ikaw, nagpapa, why are you working at the time of Sabbath? They were rebuking Jesus. Kinokorek nila si Jesus. Pero kung titingnan natin, nung dumating si Jesus, ang faith na dapat meron yung mga tao na yun ay maniwala dun sa fulfillment ng pangako. But what did they do? They rejected Jesus. Kasi hindi nila naunawaan na, na, na yung pangako ng Diyos is already right in front of their eyes. So dapat maniwala na lang sila dun. So, for us, we believe na hindi tayo dapat maging katulad ng mga Israelites during that time. Na even though they are so knowledgeable with the scripture, pero nagkulang yung faith nila dahil hindi sila naniwala dito sa fulfillment nitong pangako na to ng Diyos. And we believe it's also the same thing that we can apply in our era right now. Yeah. yeah. Pastor D, what are you thinking? So I, I'm, I'm thinking more of it's para ko basta sabihin to. <laughs> Itangs mo na lang. Hindi, ano eh. Kasi when we, we need, I think, there's a desperate need for us, especially as pastors or teachers of Scripture, to read Revelation as first century Judea Christian literature, not as like today. Mm. Very much in Jewish tradition of writing, 
uses dream language, apocalyptic symbols, which actually sobrang easy nila i-decode in the world of the first century. So pag sinabing ganito, ganito yan. Example, Revelations 5. The lion also became the lamb. Then this lamb had a sword coming out of his mouth. Para sa akin, mm. whoa! Grabe, may sword lalabas sa mouth. Ano to? Voltes. Yan! Yan, yan Pastor di yung napanood ko. Yeah. <laughs> but, Tina, kasi Pinoy tayo eh. Tapos nasa 2021 na tayo eh. No? This is actually a collage of biblical imagery, imagery that came from Psalms chapter 2. So parang, kinakanta nila yan, kaya alam nila yan. Tayo kasi parang, whoa, sobrang lalim nito, we need to decode this. When that happens already, there could be so many hermeneutical interpretation na mali. Nagiging allegorical tayo, which winarn tayo ng mga early uh, forefathers of the faith. Let's not go allegorical in our interpretation. The writer uses this image to give us kasi an advanced, parang photographic, ano eh, parang uh, reproduction on what is going to happen in church history. Sinasabi niya that the lamb is on the throne. The lamb is the lion. He has won the victory. The new creation is assured. And if you follow the lamb, yes, you will suffer in some ways like all the Christians today. Because that is how his kingdom makes its way into the world. Kaya ang dami mga imagery dyan sa revelations. But for them, it was like, oh yeah, we understand. If we're followers of Christ, we can actually die. We can be persecuted of our faith. So, yan yung sinasabi kong already not yet. Yung mga Christians dati, habang sinusunog sila, or pinapakain sa leon, kumakanta sila ng worship song eh. Bakit? They believe in the already not yet. You can kill my body. But you can never kill my faith. You can never kill this allegiance I have with Christ. And and pagkatining na mo yan, throughout Scripture, all the way through, it's looking ahead to a new creation. So Revelation, nung sinusulat yung Revelation, the writer's intent was, guys, hindi to yung rapture na Nicolas Cage or sino ba yon? Sino pa ba mga lumabas? Si Kirk Cameron, hindi ito yun. It's a different interpretation. It's a very Western interpretation of the book of Revelation. It's not through rapture, but heaven coming down on earth to establish the new heaven and the new earth. Kaya nga sabi ni Jesus, ganyan kayo magpray ha? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Bababa ako. I'm coming down to establish my kingdom. That's the whole picture of Book of Revelation, by the way. The real danger is the way we read Revelation in recent centuries. Nakinolapse natin siya na medyo gnostic ang dating eh. Na parang escape, mag-escape tayo from this earth going to heaven. And the whole point, by the way, whole point, and I think nobody can disagree, no scholar can disagree, that the whole point of Revelation is about heaven coming to earth in Jesus to win the victory over our dark past, Tina, over your sin. Jesus won already, right? And he swallowed death forever. Death, where is your sting? Death, where is your victory? So that there will be a new creation. Imagine mo pag si Jesus ang president, change is coming talaga. Kasi Jesus hit drugs. Worship na worship na ako eh. Oo, di ba ba? 
that's revelation for me. That's why sabi ko parang hindi siya tinuturo na special. Yes. In Matthew, I can teach about this. In Luke, I can teach about this. In Exodus, it's a foreshadowing of the things to come. Because at the end of the day, the Israelites entered the promised land. So parang ganun. Pero nakafocus tayo yun nung sa desert sila, tapos sa rebelde. Those are all good stories. But the bigger picture is at the end, Jesus wins. Right? Church is victorious. We will plant churches. Kingdom of God is advancing. No political kingdom can even usurp the kingdom of God. So, I think when you look at revelations in that light of a Judea Christian worldview, you will see now the Bible makes a lot of sense. Ganda. So, yun yung akin. Yeah, yeah. So, I paper ko rin kasi ito sa masters ko. So, this blew me away kasi parang shucks, ang dami kong popular culture interpretation of revelation na wala naman talagang backing up theologically. But it's more newspaper-ish type. Right. Like COVID. Yeah, I know COVID, but there's a bubonic plague. I know, yeah, we're wicked generation, racism, sexism. Eh, nung panahon ni Daniel, pag sinabi mong Christian ka, susunugin ka eh. May ganun pa bang culture ngayon? That's far more wicked than Daniel's generation. None, I could think of. Right? Tina, you're on mute, huh? Tama si, ano, pastor, baka nga mas wicked before dahil nga susunugin ka for being a Christian. Eh, ngayon, nababash ka lang, di ba, sa internet? Cancel ka lang. Tapos, the law is for you, by the way. If you're discriminated, the law is for you. Before, they don't actually care. They're very barbaric. I can nail you to the cross if you stole a bread. Parang lamis ang dating. Diba? Or, you know. Gosh. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, the wickedness, I think, maybe was different back in the day. And they were definitely more barbaric back in the day. But I think our wickedness today is just different. It's really... It's not more wicked. I guess because our wickedness, just to chime in, because we think sexual sin is the worst. But all sin is the same. Nag-iiba lang yung face of sin. But sin is sin. Ngayon kasi ang uso, sexual sin eh. I mean, sorry for that uso. Pero yun yung sikat na, ano eh. Pero before war, dude, life is the most precious thing God gave us. And war, nagkapikunan lang kayo, war na. Parang, kasi for me, I feel like the wickedness today is like how people try to be God. And maybe that's not in the same level as like, you know, torturing and killing and, you know, the barbaric ways that people were wicked before. But it's more spiritual or something. And maybe spiritual, Sam. Yeah. Even, even, even love life. Pag naka-red yung crush ko, kami na. But yeah. Okay. Um, so... Again, taking it back to you know the revelation, the book, as Pastor D said, like there's maybe a certain way that we should read it as lay people, because that's I think what you described now is how pastors should be reading it, and that's and how what, we should be teaching it. How they should be teaching it. Okay, yeah, because right now I think as just people of the faith, when it comes to this stuff, there's a lot of confusion because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different interpretations, which is why I appreciate anyone who is, is like dialoguing about this, and that's what Sina and Stahari are doing. So, so 
And can I just can I yeah. just like say thank you to you guys for because growing up, whoever gave me the idea that you know, parang matakot na ako dahil end times na. Parang today is parang a big reveal for me as well. Listening to you guys, na it shouldn't be scary that I should. I should be open to it. Who doesn't want heaven on earth? Earth stinks right now, diba? Parang, <laughs> diba? Look, parang ano lang. Today is the first time that I kind of, uh, kind. I'm kind of here. I mean, I, I am hearing that it's not a bad thing. Oh my goodness. This is a victory. This is a victory. It's not, diba? Okay, so what if I'm still looking for that, my, ano? My whatever, my walk with God, diba? Pero it's okay. Now it's not okay. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Ang ganda nung sinabi mo. Kasi when, when we, when heaven on earth comes, di naman, I don't think, ah, darating si Lord, oh, teka, victory ka, ay, ikaw dito ka. Hindi. We're one body of Christ. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, just sometimes it's really painful na ganun, tayo mag-isip. Oo, oh, oh. thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah, I think what's, and what I appreciate about, what I appreciate about your journey, Tina, is like, you're, you're very much seeking, you know? You're not identifying with a certain church or a certain denomination, but I think your heart is there. And I just know, I love the Bible. I love, like, I, I, I for as deep as it is, I still want to, like, learn it. And I know, yeah. and maybe this is like one big sign from heaven and God. Na, oh, well, there you go. You got three great guys and one co-host. I mean, one host now, who's going to make you understand it even in a more, in the most beautiful way possible. Aw, Tina, you basically articulated the way I feel about this podcast too. So thanks. And I'm so thrilled to start co-hosting the show with you. That's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to join us on the next episode as we talk about, drumroll please, parables. What are they? Why are they important? And why are they so darn difficult to understand? You don't want to miss that one. As always, please check out the gentlemen on their own platforms, details on the show description, and feel free to email us, the narrowdoorpodcast at gmail.com. 